Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Ashley. And my name is Kaylin. We are both licensed speech-language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you are in the right place. Today on our This or That episode, we will be comparing two different favorite Halloween-themed books and discuss why we would or would not use them in our therapy sessions. This is our process in selecting books. There are many great Halloween books out there, but how do you discern which book is right for you? So what we do is we we want to pick the book that has the most bang for your buck. We choose books with diverse characters, books with rich vocabulary, a great plot, and books that are a great length for your therapy sessions. Because we don't want to be too long. Yeah. So that we have time to do other stuff and the, you know, the activities that follow up post-reading. And actually work with the book. <laughs> so if you want to look at our website, we have the free book search tool. You can search for a Halloween theme and then you can even narrow down your search results even more depending on which goals your students have for f- specific speech sounds or grammar goals or vocabulary goals. Definitely, we will link to that in the show notes. We will also link to the themed key teaching points. This is our inventory list that gives you a written out explanation of all the relevant speech and language topics for each book for Halloween. But today we're going to focus on two of our favorite Halloween books, Little Blue Trucks Halloween by Alice Shirtle and Room on the Broom by Julia Donaldson. Both are favorites, but we wanted to highlight there's a lot of differences between these two books. And so why would we pick one book over the other? So go grab your copies if you have these books or pull up the YouTube video so that you can have that as a reference and follow along with us. We will have links to these books, the Amazon links to the books in the show notes. You can also head there to download the free note-taking page for both of these books. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and give you a quick summary of each book. And you might be familiar with them, but Little Blue Truck's Halloween. So Little Blue Truck is picking up all of his animal friends and they're headed to a costume party. And it's a lift the flap book. And it's all about, uh, look who's there. Who's, who are we going to see? Who are we going to find? And then it ends with a cute little ending. And it's a similar little blue truck theme, like all the same mm-hmm. friends. Most of the books, he's doing the same thing where he's going through the countryside. Yes. And the onomatopoeia is with the animal sounds. And, right. And so if you are a little blue truck fan, this is a cute book. Room on the Broom is about a witch and her cat. They're happily flying through the sky on her broomstick. And then the wind starts to blow and she loses different items. She loses her hat, her bow, and her wand. And each time she loses something, she goes to the ground to look for it and meets a new friend. And then each time the friend asks, is there room on the broom for me? So you'll follow the witch and the cat on this journey. And then at the end, the broomstick breaks and there's a dragon and a disaster occurs. And then they have to try to find a way to go to safety. And also they no longer have a broom. So it has a a great, it's a full plot and we'll talk more about it. It's a great plot. Mm -hmm. So with Little Blue Truck, we definitely are just using this with our early childhood population. I mean, most of them are board books anyway. Mm -hmm. And so just even visually, again, we've referenced that before, but if you have a board book version, please don't insult your upper elementary students 
if you are needing, this is kind of a side, but if you're needing those lower level books, I would make copies of them or see if you can find the paperback version Mm -hmm. and just consider the book format. Because like sitting here in front of me, I have both of the books we're discussing today. Little Blue Truck. It's a large board book, Mm -hmm. but my copy of Room on the Broom is, I think it's like the scholastic version or something. It's the paperback. It's a large, but it's paperback. I know that this does come in a board book format as well. Mm-hmm. But so again, consider your audience, consider the age and maturity level of your students and be mindful of that when you're showing, because a lot of books do come in a paperback, hardback or boardback format. Okay. Little Blue Truck, just because of the content and because it is a board book, we definitely use this with our early childhood population. It's great for sequencing. So if you have students who are working on not necessarily a full story plot, but just the order of events, this is a great one because it has two different things you can sequence. You can sequence the order of the animal friends that Little Blue Truck comes along to in order. And then you can also talk about the order of the costume. So each of the friends is in a costume. So you can you know, discuss the order of the costumes that you saw as well. And because it has that lift of flap, this is a great one for interacting and, you know, looking at the illustrations. And it's also, this does give you a good opportunity to hold the flap down and either work on requesting from your students or Mm -hmm. work on predicting, you know, what do you think you're going to, you know, what do you think it's going to be? Mm -hmm. And even with the sequencing, you can, uh one of the repetitive texts, which we'll talk about in a second, is who do you see? So you can work on that who question in a very sequential order, and there's no abstract. Right. It's straightforward. It's very simple. It's straightforward. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. And then also you can ask what. So each animal is dressed up. So what did they dress up? like and so you can also there's a high repetition of being able to ask who and what with the sequencing yeah I like that and I think you could even I mean if you're doing an extension activity or if you're trying to extend that narrative or even work on negation concepts you could say what animals did we not see or what costumes did we not see you know we didn't see uh this or we didn't see uh you know that costume So it does have rhyme. So that's always engaging with our students. We do have some text features, which is like really bold colored font and exclamation points, some question marks. And we always want to call our students attention to these because it's telling your students how to read the text. And so it's always important to look at those features in a book and specifically in this little blue truck, the Halloween, it is the onomatopoeias that mm-hmm. are, and the animal, so the animal sounds, so um, croak or anything, and it's all under the flap. So there's a special opportunity to call attention to that. What you do with early childhood is you just point to the word, and then you need to use your voice to your emphasize. Voice. So they're not necessarily going to understand what an exclamation point or text is. You're just exposing them. So even with your two-year-olds, so you're just the way you're using your voice. You're very animated. And so just pointing to it, and then they're going to be more attracted to that, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. larger font. 
Yeah, because I mean, even those little ones, like you said, ages two and three, when they're mimicking those reading times, they can point. And even though they can't read the word oint, they're still going to know, oh, I get animated because I see it's a big red mm-hmm. font and it's a big red text and they can, you know, their eyes brighten up and they maybe even yell the word or something. So mm-hmm. we're, you know, laying that foundation early. So I think it's really important to do that. Yes. And so something else that with the repetitive text, you can work heavy work on the concept of under that prepositional phrase. Now that's the only prepositional phrase or I guess behind with the lift, the flap. Mm -hmm, Right. So you could work on both of those, just repetitive practice, and then use it in another situation to see if there's carryover. And then also with the repetitive phrase, you can scaffold it down to where they can repeat the motor plan, speech motor planning of whether it's see or who do you see? And then it's me, it's me. The repetitive text for that is great for motor speech planning. Right. And they can join in. Mm -hmm. They can interact with you and makes it more fun. Right. You're getting the pronoun me. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, because that's always a goal with our younger population are the subject and object pronouns. So definitely if you have students working on me as an object pronoun, this is a fantastic book for that. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, certain speed, you do get that M, initial M, so mask, because a lot of the characters are wearing a mask, and then the word me. So that's an early sound that our little ones are often working on. So you're going to get that frequently throughout the S, SK for mask, the final SK, initial S for C, who do you see is that repeated phrase. You're getting initial H for who. And you're getting that final ER for under. I mean, obviously, you're getting the BL for blue and then TR for truck throughout all of those books. But mm-hmm. specifically for this book, those are the those are the high frequency sounds. So we love Little Blue Truck. Okay, we love it so much. It's so cute. I love to read it to my kids. The sure. next book is Room on the Broom. And here's where we're talking about the most bang for your buck. With Room on the Broom... There, it is a complete episode. So you also get the sequencing. So if mm-hmm. that's one of your goals, you're getting the sequencing with the order of animal friends, order of items dropped, order of ingredients at the end. The witch adds ingredients to make a whole new broom. It's so deep. It's, I mean, it's so comprehensive in mm-hmm. all of the goals. I mean, this is one of those that we recommend buy the book. Yes. Buy the book because. You're going to get so much more value out of this. Whereas Little Blue Truck is really, really cute. You're not using this with your first graders. Yes, you're only using it for early childhood. But this book, you could totally use it for early childhood all the way up through upper elementary. Yeah, you can scaffold. And you can work on the exact same concepts that you get with Little Blue Truck Halloween. Yes. And more. So there's there's rhyming and there's repetitive text. You have to study the illustration, but then there's also high vocabulary, the theme message. Such great vocabulary. And the message is teamwork. So here's the thing I was thinking about earlier. Mm -hmm. The rhyme in Room on the Broom is a very different rhyme feeling to me than Little Blue Truck. And I don't know what that is, if there's like a name for it or like a hierarchy of rhyme, but I was reading through Room on the Broom and it doesn't feel sing-songy 
that mm-hmm. a lot of rhyming books do, those early board books that have rhyme. Have you thought about that? So I do think that it does have a rhythm when reading it. And I think because it's a little bit more wordy than Room on the Broom, it's less sing-songy. That's probably it. That's my yeah. opinion. And I feel like the rhyming, too, is a higher level of rhyming. So it's not just cat hat. There's right. also... It's deeper words. So it doesn't feel sing-songy at all, mm-hmm. but it helps. I mean, because it's it's a longer text, but it flows really, really well. And the pictures don't look immature. You know, the mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of darker. So I think it's very appropriate to use with, you know, like we said, all age ranges. Mm-hmm. But you're getting some really great vocabulary, like the word ginger and cauldron, eagerly, bog, keen, really good tier two and tier three words that, you know, are quite impressive for a picture book. Yes. And then also the theme message of teamwork and welcoming and helping others. You can discuss that as well. So their plan is inferred too. They're just planning to go enjoy a day of flying on a broom. Riding riding the broom. Yeah. And then something happens. And then your students can work on that prediction of, well, what do you think is going to happen now? And Because you're still getting the sequencing the same as Little Blue Track. Which is helpful. But then the dragon comes. Yes. And so that adds a whole new spin. The broom's yeah. broken now. So what's going to happen? She's by herself. And then the illustration study at the end where the animals, they all stack up on each other. Right. Because they were they were not familiar to each other. Like they they... They all climbed on the broom as she had to go down because she dropped something. So they don't know each other, but yet they have to come together. Mm -hmm. And you don't know where they went. And I mean, you can look, if you look at the picture, if you look at it closely, you can see that it's the frog and the bird and the cat and the dog. But it talks about in its terrible voice when it started to speak was a yowl and a growl and a croak and a shriek. It dripped and it squelched as it strode from the ditch. And it said to the dragon, buzz off. That's my witch. And so being able to infer that it's a group of them all talking at once. And that's why a dog's not going to scare a dragon. But because they were covered with mud and they Mm -hmm. spoke in unison and they had four heads. Like they that came together. Up the dragon, right? Mm-hmm. I loved the fact that they came together to wait. You know, this witch was so nice to us. She led us on her broom, and now she's in trouble. We're going to come together and take care of her. And so mm-hmm. I think you know it has a, just a really really great message. But you're gritty, really great character analysis. You know, this witch. You know, oftentimes when we think of a witch, we think of like mean and scary and she's doing spells, but this witch is very kind and she's inclusive. And every time the animals say, can I come on your broom? She says, yes. Mm -hmm. And they all get to join on. So I think that's a great message of, hey, this witch was inclusive of everyone. You know, there's, it's kind of like we think there's, there's a seat at my table. Well, there's room on her broom. And so it's a great message. It's a great char- you know, way to analyze the character of the witch. She goes against like traditional thinking of mean witches. I will say like at first glance, I was like, it's about a witch. I don't really know, but I it's was cute. sold as soon as I read it for the first time. And there's a video on it that my kids love. There's a great video. And, and yes, so great for character analysis. And then... Like we said, repetitive text, social emotional concepts of friendship, kindness, inclusion, bravery, teamwork, 
And then if you're working on speech sounds, there's a lot. There's a lot. Because of the fact that there's repetitive text on each page. You're going to get a wider range of your speech therapy groups, you know, your speech sounds. Which is why we love this book. You literally hit so many many ticks, so many key concepts. If you love using Little Blue Truck, great. That's fine. Great. But with this one, you can literally just have this book in your bag and use it all week and with all of your students. And it's fun and predictable and they can chime in too. So that's Room on the Broom. There are times to use Little Blue Truck's Halloween. But it also goes back to if your students need work on how to understand a complete episode. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you've if you've done that narrative analysis and they cannot get a beginning, middle, end or that plot where there's a problem and a plan to work through the problem and a solution and a resolution. If your students need that and let's remember they need to have that by, by age six, I would use room on the broom because you're mm-hmm. going to get the ability to work on what is a complete episode? What is the plan? What was the problem? What are the attempts? And that complete resolution. So you can use this with early childhood. You can use this with elementary. And you can use this with upper elementary. Yes. So that's that. We're just going to leave it right there. Next episode, we are going to discuss, we're going to go a deeper dive into the book Bone Soup. So we hope that you join us for that talk. Right. So don't forget, you can download all the links on our show notes. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy-Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode. 